This is Good Hope FM News. President Jacob Zuma has described his visit to Qatar and other Gulf states as a major boost for Pretoria's diplomatic efforts to attract foreign direct investment, which is critical for economic development and job creation. The president concluded his visit to the oil state yesterday. Bilateral trade between South Africa and Qatar is valued at just above 7 billion rand. South Africa and Qatari ministers signed cooperation agreements on defense, police and arts and culture. In an exclusive interview with the SABC in the capital Doha, President Zuma said increased trade with the Gulf region augurs well for the government's goal to tap into new markets. One of the things that we are interested in is to grow our economy and to have therefore very strong economic relations with the countries from this region. And I think we've succeeded to achieve that uh, objective and we are very happy that uh, we have now visited Qatar as a fourth uh, country in the region. Uh, They actually look at South Africa as an important country for them to anchor, not just do business only with South Africa, but also to move into the greater part of the continent. Economists have welcomed the Monetary Policy Committee's decision to keep the repo rate on hold. Reserve Bank Governor Lesetja Chanyajo announced yesterday that the rate would remain unchanged at 7%. This means that the prime lending rate remains steady at 10.5%. Chief Economist at the South African Institute of Race Relations, Ian Crookshanks, says the MPC made a sound decision. If that hike interest rates, we would say, well, now you're knocking down an economy that's already knocked down. Was there any room for a, a cutting rate? No, I don't think so. With inflation running well above the, uh, the top of the government's guideline range, which is 3 to 6%, the possibility of a rate hike during the second half of this year remains quite a strong one. The Golden Arrow Bus Company says two of its drivers have been suspended with full pay following a collision in Kailich on Tuesday night. At least 54 people, including one of the drivers, were injured when the two buses collided head-on and then caught a light. Golden Arrow spokesperson Bronwyn Dyke-Bayer says preliminary investigations show that a car did an illegal U-turn, causing one of the buses to swerve. She says the suspension is company policy to allow for a thorough investigation. This is not in any way an indication of guilt. It's done for two reasons. First of all, we need to investigate what has happened. We need to know exactly what happened. Second of all, often in in instances like these, the drivers are in an extreme state of shock. So they either need to receive medical attention for shock or they're injured or they need to see our company social workers. So it's basically a mechanism to investigate and also to make sure that the drivers are actually fit to be on the road. The Nigerian military say they freed nearly 100 women and girls held by Boko Haram militants during an operation in the north of the country. The hostages include two of the more than 200 school girls kidnapped from Chibok School in 2014. The Nigerian military spokesperson Sani Onsa says Boko Haram fighters were also killed in the operation. During that operation, they were able to kill uh, uh, 35 Boko Haram terrorists. I recover quite a number of arms and ammunition as well as other items. But the most significant aspect of it is that they were able to rescue 97 persons, mostly women and children. For Good Hope FM News, I'm Sandra Rose.